Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 115 of UConn 360. That's the only podcast known to science that covers the University of Connecticut from every conceivable angle. I am your facilitator of sorts, Tom Breen, coming to you from the beautiful Lakeside Building in Storrs, Connecticut. And joining me, as always, my colleague and friend Julie Bartuka. Julie, how are you? I'm doing all right, Tom. How are you? Well, I'm, you know, I'm uh, I'm in an interesting place. Emotionally. Same, yeah. same, bro. <laughs> because we come to you with some news about the podcast, which is that episode 115 will likely be the last one you hear for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Sad face. After six years, uh, 114 episodes, and two national awards. Yeah. This is an award-winning podcast. It is. A legit award-winning. Yeah, no, one, it is. One yeah. we paid for. Well, we paid for, you have to pay to enter every award. Yeah, but, that's true. But, but one was like a whatever this made-up organization is, but one was a legit true. case. We got to spread the news of the podcast at conferences where we met you know fellow higher ed professionals, and mm-hmm. we gave people advice on how to start their podcast because ours was held up as a model. But all good things must come to an end. And in the six years that we've been doing this, Julie and I, our responsibilities have changed quite a bit. Yes. Um, we uh, we're, we both now work at the Dairy Bar. No, that's not true. <laughs> that's a dream. That uh, would I be would a love dream. that. <laughs> I would love to tell you that. I would do a podcast on, on the Dairy Bar. I would, I would just eat a different flavor every day. Tell would, you what it tasted like. That's not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> All right. When the, when, when the Yukon 360 comes back, we're just going to rate the dairy bar flavors. That's that's, a, we probably would get more listeners. That's going to be our um, special cereal. We'll be like the uh, armchair expert umbrella. We'll have like different uh, sub, sub brands. Wow. And we'll do... Like yeah. we could try the dining halls. Isn't it interesting? When we started, we used to be like, we're going to be the next cereal because cereal was like the hot podcast. And now I'm talking about Dax Shepard. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> the podcast mogul. It's kind of interesting. I was, I was listening to a podcast called Tech Won't Save Us where they had a, a, mm. someone on who was talking about the kind of like boom and bust of the podcast economy. Yeah. And we, we were there like right before it took off. Yep. And yep. uh, when companies like Spotify were spending hundreds of millions of dollars to mm-hmm. acquire these companies like Gimlet. And um, that's over. That's, yeah. That's done. A little background on Yukon 360. This was just done because we wanted to. Yep. And we were given like a very nice opportunity by our higher ups here to explore something creative and, and fun that could help spread the word of the university, which is our main mission here at University Communications. I have loved doing this and I am sad that we're stopping, but I think it's just become difficult. Yeah. It's hard to fit in with our other responsibilities and, and do it on a regular basis, which is the only way you can do podcast yeah. successfully. One of the things that the episode I was listening to, the person who was on like has a podcasting company that they've been successful. And he says that the successful ones are regular mm-hmm. and they're just like talking. Mm-hmm. The heavily reported yeah. ones, those just can't make money. If you do like eight episodes, yep. you don't build an audience. right? And no amount of ad sales is going to make up for the hundred thousand two hundred thousand dollars it costs to do all that thankfully we've never had to worry about that we've never <laughs> had to worry about that so we were kind of pioneers and that's just people kind of talking to each other yep. pioneers that's a good way to put it and initially twice a month and then down to once a month and i think probably some of you suspected this was yeah. not not going to last that much yeah. longer we should have gone out while we were on top tom but <laughs> it's okay for the love of the game we stuck it out for a little longer this does not mean there will never be another episode no much like life magazine uh yukon 360 <laughs> will exist as a kind of zombie brand <laughs> and if there's like a special issue or you know a special reason to come out the podcast it'll be appearing in your feeds but you know the regular podcast to the extent that it's been regular goes away and yeah, I have some fun memories yeah what's your favorite do you have a favorite episode or a favorite segment that you did 
my two favorite guests um, were your Uncle Barry. <laughs> and that was legendary. It was such a good... I mean, it was because it had been like a family lore story for me growing up. So like meeting the person behind it was incredible. And I thought that was, I mean, he's such a great talker. The funniest thing about that to me is that I had somehow never heard the story, even though Barry says like, oh, we tell the story all the time. And I go to their house for every holiday. And when you just dropped his name on our second episode, I was just. I'm sitting over here Googling like when my uncle graduated to see if there could possibly be another Barry Berman. That was awesome. Okay. Love that. And I I think recent guests, uh, Professor Jeffrey Oakbar. Duh. How could you not? So nice we did it twice. Yeah, I know. A little behind the curtain. Yeah, behind the curtain. We had a little flub there and we had to record that episode over, which was so much fun to do both times. Honestly, yeah, it was great. Um, I was glad we got that in. Yeah. What about you? Oh, gosh. Um, I was going to say Professor Oakbar was one of my favorites. Um, talking to Gina Barreca, who just, you know, I was just fangirling over. She was just such a gem. Um, in the early days, some of those more, like you were saying, those like reported style pieces, I'm picturing the one, I think it was maybe our second or third episode, The Brain Piano, where they would oh, yeah. they would play the noises of your, your like sound waves in your brain reacting to music. It was so cool. Um Dick Kohanic, who was my accounting professor, many people's accounting professor in undergrad, who had like a second, not really career, but life as an artist. And oh, there were so many amazing ones. It was so fun. I mean, 115 episodes is a lot. It is a lot. And, and you know, our episodes are not long. And no. that was deliberate because, you know, yes. people's attention spans are short. But like, it takes a lot mm-hmm. to make a half an hour of mm-hmm. professional quality well, you know, professional, Profes- professional, professional, professional in air quotes, yep. Quality podcasting. So, and it was later on we got um, much better editing software, but mm. for most of the existence of the podcast, we were doing Audacity, which is a great tool in that it's free, but it's time consuming. Sure is, especially for people who have no idea what they're doing yeah. in terms of audio editing. Yeah, it's not intuitive <laughs> anyway. It's like watching a lot of YouTube videos. And, being and it's like, also, you have to listen to all the audio and stop it a million times and, you yep. know, it is, yeah, and no one wants to hear me talk about how to learn to edit sound, but... It's a skill, and we now have. It is. And, of course, there was a, a cast of thousands that made this possible, but, of course, Ken Best. Yep. Uh, the the third member of the triumvirate. Uh, and Maxine. And Maxine Philibon, who is, is now doing podcasting yeah. as a job. Isn't that Professionally, awesome? Professionally, we launched her career. I'm taking all the credit. No, just kidding, Maxine. You're amazing. And Tyler Silverio, yep. our other student worker, was very instrumental in making sure we had transcripts and the pandemic posting years. things during social media. Yeah, during the pandemic. That was cool, too, figuring out how to do it. I know a lot of people had to flex a lot of things then, but figuring out how to keep it going. Because we were so worried about audio quality because I remember <laughs> the first episodes, and my only regret is like we didn't have the setup that we have now. Yes. Like the Uncle Barry interview would be so much better if it right. wasn't. But then we got very good at it, and then the pandemic happened, and then we realized, well, just I mean, it's fine to do yeah, it on Zoom. Yeah, it's fine. People, Zoom is People fine. expect it. Yep. Um, did anything surprise you about doing a podcast? Did anything surprise me? You know, what was funny, my husband used to like brag about me and be like, she does the UConn's podcast and people would be like, oh, that's so cool. And of course they had no idea that UConn even had a podcast, right. nor did they listen to it. But they thought it was like, it was like this, you know, I liked to believe I was the next Conan O'Brien yeah. or whatever doing that. You're UConn's Conan O'Brien. <laughs> I am. I'm the Conan. That's what many people call me, the Conan <laughs> O'Brien of UConn. Another UConn 360 cast member we should mention is uh, Stephen Winchell. Oh, my God. How he, he might could call I you. forget? He might call you UConn's Conan O'Brien. He might, yeah. I'm just as funny as Conan, clearly. Um, I'm, I'm going to be the Sona. <laughs> 
Ah, yeah. That's a good Conan O'Brien podcast reference. It was a lot of learning, and uh, I think it was a good tool because at the time, six years ago, when we looked around higher ed, there was nothing like this. Right. Um, all the podcasts that we found were just kind of like recordings of lectures mm-hmm. or the sort of every episode was a different interview, which is eventually what we did. Right. But um, it, nothing had like the magazine format that we started off with. Yeah. And, uh, so I think it was really neat to do that. I think we kept it our own too, even when we did the the more single interview style. And we hooked it on current events, which I think was nice. But yep. in our case award recognition, they did call out that we were kind of irreverent and off the cuff. And we did um, – we did this without the approval of anyone every every time we released one. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's why you've heard us be fools and say silly things. And I think it's a tribute to the people we work for that they gave us this freedom. Yes. They trust us. They trust and us. we're not going to be. And it paid off. I mean, I think it was, ridiculous. A, it was a good tool for uh, UConn. And, you know, we won awards. We did. We won awards. We got some information out there in different ways. We got people on the radio. We talked with because people heard our podcast at other universities and they would ask us to like walk them through how we did it. And like we did it with, um, there was a university in Israel, um, mm. universities around the country. There was one in Canada. I mean, so like, you know, we got some recognition. That's, that's probably one of my favorite impacts of this. It is cool that people came to us for this kind of quote unquote expertise. It's yeah. pretty neat to have this knowledge that is sort of specialized and not really a part of my job. <laughs> I just, figured out how to do. We met a lot of interesting people. We sure did. I I learned a lot about UConn that I wouldn't have known otherwise. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I learned so much from you about UConn history. (laughs) Yeah, Tom's History Corner. You know, that was the way that this kind of started is I I wanted to do a UConn podcast and I was like, Tom and his history and his like quirky little observances on UConn would be awesome and then evolved from there into being a lot more than that. Um, But... I think you could do like a whole whole series. That's one of our sub-brands that I'm going to make you do is okay. um, <laughs> Tom's yeah. History Podcast. Tom's History Podcast. Period. I would like to do that. Yeah, it was the fall of 2017 when yeah. we, uh, we started brainstorming this. Crazy. A long time ago. Yeah. We got to travel a little bit. We did. We went to Vegas, baby. Went to Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, we, a lot of fun in Milwaukee because other of our colleagues went – to the conference. Yes. And so it was like a big group outing. Yes. And I feel like, honestly, not to, you know, uh, slate Vegas at all, but I think that I got more out of the <laughs> workshops in, in Milwaukee. I feel like I learned more. We got, <laughs> we got the coveted red stapler. Did we? In Milwaukee. The little award, the little red stapler award for oh, a presentation. Oh, I forgot that we got that. Yeah. We didn't get like the one, right? No, no. We, we got, got it like, for our track or something. Yeah, like run it, runner up. Yeah, for yeah, our track. Exactly. There was yeah, a yeah, thing. Yeah. Yes, that was cool. Yeah, that was High Ed Web. That's a great organization. And we did the American Marketing Association Higher Ed Conference. That was the Vegas conference, which was, I mean, I thought it was a lot of fun. Vegas is an interesting place to be with your two coworkers. <laughs> I had never been to Vegas before. It was. You a, liked it in a weird way. It was overwhelming. It's sensory overload. That was only my second time in Vegas, and I really did not like it the first time I went, so I I understand. But we did we did more like things that I like. We went to see some shows, and we went to some nice dinners, and we saw the Neon Museum, and you know, Vegas. I, I, we got in. We were we we're also hungry because it's kind of a long flight. And we hadn't eaten. <laughs> oh my god! It cost like a hundred dollars for a cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah, so the, the, the hotel we were staying at Caesar's Palace, you know, and um, 
there's they have like a, many restaurants, but there was one right in the lobby, basically. And we're like, whatever, we don't yeah. care. Like, we're just hungry. And uh, I had always thought that like casino food was cheap. No, 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 no. It was like twenty eight dollars <laughs> for a cheeseburger. Like, not an exaggeration. And I remember the wait, <laughs> the waiter, the, the person who sat us, not the waiter. The person who sat us was like, yeah, don't get the don't get the nachos. And we were like, we want nachos. So we got them. And they were like, there were not many of them, and they were very expensive, and they were pretty lousy. And his shift was over, and he was leaving. He's like, I told you. I told you about the nachos. You should listen to him. I don't the, remember The nachos that. were not a, good, not a good investment. I don't remember that at all. So if you're at Caesar's Palace, oh my gosh. don't get the nachos. That is funny. Yeah. That's enough navel-gazing for now. Yeah. Well, I hope you enjoyed this uh, podcast journey as much as we have. Please write us and tell us how sad you are that we're gone, because then maybe we'll just figure out how to come back yeah maybe yeah if there's like popular demand yeah we'll come back for an encore we'll do it there probably will be a special episode at some point definitely i think as things arise that we want to cover audio audio audioly yeah i mean it's like an athletic (laughs) what's the word for that (laughs) orally no no auditorily auditorily let's go with that that's terrible um Please stay tuned to Yukon News on Yukon Magazine, Yukon Today, Yukon mm-hmm. social media accounts. There's so much going on here all the time that is really worthwhile. And just because we're not bringing it to you, it's still coming. Yeah, and there's exciting stuff coming up. We've got um, for fans of the mascot, which is everyone, there's going to be some mascot stuff coming up. Can't say what, but it's going to be very adorable. <laughs> New issue of the magazine drops in about three weeks. Yep. February 20th. Tom's Trivia, if you like the history stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't remember Always. what the questions were this time. Um, <laughs> it was a good picture with it. In commencement, I'm I'm in starting commencement mode, even though it's January. We have a compressed schedule this year because commencement is the weekend of May 4th. Oh, wow. Which is early. Mm, that is early. That's good, though, because uh, normally it's Mother's Day weekend, which I feel like is a that's, yeah. that's not great for it's people. Tough. It's tough. Yeah. Interesting. Well, Tom's still the only person left on Twitter, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm just just on... me and my friends on X, telling people I'm on X. It sounds like I'm admitting to be, like, being on drugs. <laughs> Back to Vegas. I'm on X. <laughs> Check me out. Um, all right. Okay. So this has been a lot of fun, honestly. This whole th- – not, not, I mean, you, you know, sound like you're trying to convince yourself. No. We... The whole experience has been a lot of fun. So uh, hope you've enjoyed this as much as we have. It's honestly been a lot of fun, and, and it's been a great experience. And um, getting to know some listeners has been wonderful, and getting to tell stories that we wouldn't have been able to tell mm-hmm. otherwise, that's mm-hmm. been uh, a great plus, too. So, you know, as we've said before, this may not be the end. You may get some special appearances, but um, don't count on it. <laughs> don't you, you, You're not entitled to it. We don't owe you anything. <laughs> I'm ending it on don't count on it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So one last time. Thanks, everyone. And I can't even say we'll see you in a fortnight. We'll see you in a fortnight. No. Go Huskies. <laughs>